to Search Forward, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to grow their careers, reignite their passions for marketing, and create less stress in their day-to-day avalanche of tasks and unrealistic deadlines. Hi, I'm Alicia Miller, and I invite you to go on a journey of growth with me. I've spent more than 20 years chasing deadlines, fighting that cast of characters we serve as marketers, and was left feeling depleted and desperately seeking a solution that would give me the peace I so craved. Call me crazy, tell me it'll never work, but I found the relief I was so desperately seeking by shifting my mindset and using my marketing skills in clever ways to find the peace I was seeking and still getting to enjoy what I love, marketing. And I cannot not share this with you. Stop chasing new pastures, the grass is never greener. It just presents the same problems in different ways with different faces. In this podcast, we will have deep conversations with all levels of marketing professionals, internal clients, including the difficult ones, and leaders that will shake up how you think about your career in marketing, uncover new ways to tame the crazy, and give you strategies that will light up that passion for marketing you once had all while aligning yourself to your organizational's growth goals that will make your career soar. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dive in and surge forward. Thanks for tuning in to Surge Forward this week. I hope you've been enjoying the topic so far. We kicked everything off in episodes one and two, focusing on insights around building stronger partnerships with your internal clients and leaders. There's so much to dig in with that topic, but I wanted to take a moment and focus in on the importance of mindset in your journey as a marketing professional. I can bring you insights all day long, but if you have not done the work to truly understand what your vision is for your life and your career, then no amount of podcast inspo is going to help you move the needle and reigniting your passion for marketing, much less impact your career growth. So let's shift gears for this podcast episode to think about our inner selves and ensure you can take all the tidbits of insights coming at you and truly be able to put it to work because you are shifting into a mindset that says, I can, I want, and I will be the change I need to move forward, spark joy, and grow my career in ways that works for me. In this episode of Search Forward, I have the pleasure of introducing one of my closest friends and colleagues who I have known for over a decade, making this conversation particularly special one for me. Nicole Doyle has nearly 15 years of experience spending the bulk of her career working in the world of proposals, pitches, and everything sales enablement. She's experienced different industries and cultures, working at a top-ranked law firm, one of the largest project and construction management firms in the U.S., and most recently, a Fortune 100 global consultancy firm, where she recently transitioned into a communications-driven role. Nicole is not only a high-performing marketing professional who knows how to juggle the pressures of deadlines and compliance and a multitude of personalities that make up her internal clients, she has honed her approaches to balancing emotional intelligence with the ability to create an impact that continues to elevate her career. 
I am so excited to bring this interview with Nicole to you as she embarks on a new journey and sharing her insights and empowering business leaders through Soul Bloom. She doesn't only empower business leaders with strategic guidance and coaching, but empowers them to know themselves, own what they want, and take action. Nicole and I recently sat down for what should have been a two-hour catch-up, but it quickly turned into six and a half hours of thought-provoking, insightful conversation. She has a unique ability to make you dig deep and understand yourself in a way that will help you shed self-sabotage, judgment, and doubt. As I dive into conversation with Nicole on this episode, you will begin to understand why what she does is so important to your journey as a professional. It is about so much more than just buying into the right system, process, or reading the most recent professional development bestseller. She will share insights on how you can shift your mindset to build and strengthen partnerships, navigate complex relationships, and embrace what you truly desire out of your career journey. Her experience in a world only marketers understand combined with her warmth and approachable demeanor, make for an engaging and enlightening conversation that is not to be missed. So buckle up and be ready to challenge the way you think. Let's welcome Nicole Doyle. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Hey, Alicia, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. So I, you know, am obsessed with what you're doing and, you know, the more and more we talk about it, the more and more, like I want to dig in and know, and I wanted to start today with kind of talking about soul bloom. Um, and I, you know, tell us about how you found yourself taking that leap to empower other women and how that impact has had on the business leaders that you have worked with to own their self-empowerment. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'd love to say like, I'm obsessed with what you're doing. And it feels so cool to be doing this like 10 plus years after we originally met working in pursuits together. And you've always been such a mentor to me. And I'm so thankful that I've had you in my career journey because I feel like along the way, shaping from the early days, like you've helped me find myself in this. So thank you so much. I love that. And it's funny because I always, I am like, it's, we have come really full circle, right? Like, you know, you coming into the business world, finding yourself, and now I'm looking to you for all sorts of inspiration and guidance. And it's, it's a really cool thing to see how your journey has uh, bloomed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So I mean, soul bloom came out of this time in my life where I was really burnt out. I was super burnt out in career and I decided that I needed to figure something out. And at first I will be completely honest. It was a golden parachute for me. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to create something and then I'll never have to deal with this again. But what we often do is find these, you know, greener pastures on the other side, but we don't realize that it's actually us. We are the ones that are the people that are creating a lot of the chaos in our lives, regardless of the environment we're in. And so, you know, realizing that about myself and taking a hard look in the mirror and figuring out, okay, how can I make changes within myself so that even in my career, 
I can still be satisfied, still be happy and feel empowered in what I'm doing without, you know, just running for the hills or running for the exit. And, you know, over the years we've worked together and we've seen a lot of different aspects of marketing and business to business stuff. And people in those roles, we have deadlines, we have a lot of stakeholders, we have a lot of demands, we constantly things priority one you know, on Monday is now priority 15 on Wednesday, we've got to be flexible and go with the flow. And so over the years, I found that like working with people, when they came in kind of new to that, and like, we'd been more developed in our careers, it was like, how can I help them realize that this isn't like the end all be all that it's going to be okay tomorrow. And, you know, through that throughout my career, my corporate career, I started encouraging women to like, think about, you know what, this isn't, the end all be all. How can we make this work for you? The job isn't going to change. You have to be the person that handles the job differently, that shows up differently, that fortifies yourself so that you can be strong in this. I love that. I mean, that is something that I've been stuck on uh, recently is the the fact that you can't change the company. You can't change the organizational culture. You can't change the people that you work with, but you can change how you look at it, your perceptions and how you interact with it. And really not anybody even needs to know, right? Like it's, it's all in how you approach it and your mindset, and it can really change the whole game and make something that I used to call the pressure cooker, right? Of sales enablement, <laughs> a mm -hmm. little more easier to handle. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like with that pressure cooker environment, nobody needs to know that you're changing. Like you said, it's just how you show up differently. And I think that the more people that can come and go within themselves and start adjusting the way that they, you know, meet their work, adjusting the way they meet themselves can help make organizational change different overall without it being a company initiative, without it being like a campaign that everyone's <laughs> participating in. We affect change in these like, middle to top layers, and then everything changes because we have that power, but it doesn't have to be at the company's like mandate. I love that. Um, you know, transitioning into this other area, like it, it's, I'm really, really big on staying passionate and staying excited. So, you know, mindset is huge in that. Like we just talked about like how you're approaching it and can change everything, but also like in order for you to have that positive mindset, you have to stay inspired. You have to stay passionate. And so many times, you know, if you're not necessarily passionate about the specific work that's on your to-do list, it's hard to incorporate those things in your everyday to stay at your top, like creative self. And one thing I absolutely love about you, what you've done with Soul Bloom is, you know, Soul Bloom is not just about like, you know, the blooming and, you know, uh, coming to of your soul and your career and your vision, but it incorporates one of your passions and such a creative way, which is flowers. And, you know, I thought this was like such a cool, creative way to combine those two worlds so that you're taking your passion and incorporating it into something you love. Talk to me about how, how that came to be and how those two worlds kind of collided so that you could take two things you're passionate about and kind of put them in one place. 
Yeah, that's a great question. It's funny because if I had eliminated flowers and, you know, gardening and just you know, tending to the earth from my business brand as a whole, it would be so inauthentic. It wouldn't even feel right. And at first I was really tempted to do that. I wanted it to be Nicole Doyle consulting. Like that is it like a block, like a box that I was putting around myself because in our world, you know, we earn respect by how, you know, well we perform and how much we can be a trusted advisor and all this stuff. And it's not really a frilly place, you know, and, you know, we, we grew up in AEC marketing, which was a bunch of architects and construction people and program managers, and they were, you know, technical and smart and rough around the edges sometimes. (laughs) And so, you know, we didn't have room to have that, you know, fun flair in our career every day. And so when I was thinking about creating my brand and I was like, okay, how can I bring flowers into it? I really didn't start with that aspect. I actually, you know, love making reels on Instagram. I love making, um, you know, different content there. And when I was doing that, I was comparing flowers or I was comparing the way that certain things were growing to different concepts in my mind, because that was the way I learned patience, working with flowers, working in the garden. I learned everything has a season. You have to tend to things. Also, things will just happen. And it's kind of a great surprise. But bringing that all together, people really started to say, oh, my gosh, I love this aspect of how you relate things. I have one reel actually has a ton of views where I show this hydrangea that's completely deflated in the middle of summer heat. And then come the afternoon, it regenerates and it's back up to its perky self. And it's like, hey, you don't have to be on all the time. You can take a break, you know, let yourself just kind of take a deep breath. And I started to see that the more I learned about myself, the more I could tune into nature, the cycles, the the beauty, the evolution, the death, the rebirth, and make myself more understanding of our natural cycles as people and just how we all move through the world. And that's how I incorporated it. And if I didn't, oh my gosh, it would be so, it would be so boring. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this and I am listening to you talk and I'm like, this is why I'm obsessed with you, because, you know, the you can't always be one. And you've created this like really cool uh, vision for yourself and, you know, bringing in everything you love, but being able to you know, draw those parallels to the challenges we face every day working in marketing, you know, and and giving yourself grace and understanding those cycles and, and being able to relate it to something that is tangible and people can relate to. And it's always, you know, so thought provoking when I listen to your reels or your podcasts of being able to like, you know, step back from the chaos of the day and like, hear how you're practically breaking it down to the life cycles of flowers and how they interact and, and how closely it's related to like how humans, you know, interact and behave in the workplace. So crazy exciting. So as you peel back, you know, talk to me about where you kind of start with thinking, you know, working with your clients and rethinking their careers, you know, even if it's just how their, you know, day-to-day approach um, is and how they start, you know, peeling back any preconceptions or automatic habits and behaviors to start embracing that happiness, start looking at it more through the view of what is this journey supposed to look like for me? What do I want to get out of it? Like, you know, 
one of the things that I, I keep balancing back and forth is, you know, there are toxic environments that you should leave, but sometimes it's not always the job and it's not always the company that you should leave. It's how you think about it. So I'd love to hear how you start working with them on peeling back those layers and understanding where they're at and where they want to go. Yeah, that's a great question because everything I do start, it's, it's holistic. It's the whole person. It's not just one little piece. And I find that that can be a journey that only certain people are ready for. And I totally respect that because sometimes there's just a technical problem and people want a technical solution to fix that problem. And they're not ready to look at the whole, whole picture. But when you are ready to look at the whole picture, a lot of my clients come to me and whether it's a career change, a career, you know, deepening where they want to figure out where they want to be for the next five to 10 years, whether they're entrepreneurs and they're, they're, you know, they've pulled up their bootstraps and they've gotten so far in their business and they, they want to start a new chapter within that where they're just beginning, everyone comes to me and they seem to know exactly what they don't want. (laughs) And I think that's great. It's, it's really great to know what you don't want. However, we can't keep saying, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And then make actionable change and forward progress. We have to understand what do you actually want? And what I start with everyone is like, okay, what is that goal? What is that thing that you want to start working on or that you want to do? And everyone comes up with a goal and a thing. And then I ask them, are you sure that's what you really want? And not to be rude, not to be flippant, but societal conditioning, corporate conditioning, all of the things, our parents, you know, our spouses, our friends have a huge influence on what we think we want. And so when you really dig deep and you start to explore, oh, what's working for me? What's not working for me? What do I want to change? And like, what do you, what do you think is your biggest obstacle there? You sometimes figure out that what you say you want may be something else. And when someone has this moment, my favorite moment with like every client I have is when they go, well, I actually want this. And like, I don't know if that's really viable and if I can even do that. And like, and then I'm like, tell me more. And then, you know, then we start to build the vision because it's usually something they haven't told somebody. It's like a dream in the back of their minds, you know, things like that. And so from there, we take what they actually really want and we start to make a plan. While we look at that, one of the best things that I like to do is using the immunity to change framework. It's out of Harvard Business School. It's really great. And it's been adapted by many of my um, by many of coaches, but one particular that I've been studying with for years you know, she calls it the truce framework. And we go through this all in a way that helps you see where you are resistant to change. From there, we remove resistance because it's not about biohacking your way through. It's not about, you know, making more of an effort, being more determined, having more willpower. If you remove resistance, things become simpler, they become easier. And that's probably the best part of it is watching clients realize that oh my gosh, like I can remove the resistance here, experiment, have a new experience and then make real change. I I love that. I mean, even just the small times that we've talked so far and just seeing, you know, like being in the career world for so long, you know, that, that corporate, you know, expectation of who we're supposed to be as professionals to be respected as leaders is so ingrained in us and like puts that those blockers in. And I don't think many people realize that the resistance is usually within themselves and not outward. You know, um, even in this journey for me, 
like I was so scared to go out on my own and like explore this and put myself out there and, you know, who's going to want this, you know, type of, uh, you know, service and thought provoking conversation, like who's going to need this. And by pushing through that resistance and getting out there and getting so much positive feedback, which is really kind of started to help me reshape, you know, those thoughts of what, you know, people expect from you and what success looks like for me. Um, Mm. So, I mean, I thank you for all the time we've spent together, those, you know, six and a half hour days of just like talking. Yeah. If you're local, come to my garden, I'll blow your mind and we can have a nice relaxing day at the same time. (laughs) It's my favorite thing to do. And you know what? I love what you just said, Alicia, about like, how you have removed that resistance yourself by putting yourself out there. You took like little experiments to see and then use the feedback, the data that was coming at you and realizing what meaning you were making within yourself and how to move forward further. Because often we have these soundtracks playing in our mind. Like you said, nobody's going to want this. I don't know what I'm doing or no, my organization would never let me do that. Or I could never change the team this way. And I ask a lot of my clients, are we sure that's true? Yeah. Yeah. And it it's, you know, I've always used very business-like frameworks and structures and, you know, methodologies to try to implement that. Right. And, you know, you look at change management and you look at storytelling and you look at all these aspects and yes, great frameworks and processes to put in place. But if your mind is not there and you're telling yourself like these people are never going to be my partners because X, Y, and Z, that's not going to work. Right. You know, you have to like believe it, know it, want it, and, you know, break down those barriers by how you're interacting and, you know, working with them. So like, as always obsessed with you. I don't know um, if you haven't checked it out yet. Soul Bloom uh, podcast. Um, I love the way you do it, Nicole, in these short, like, you know, 10 minute clips of crazy thought provoking uh, podcasts where like you're listening to it and you're going, oh, oh yeah. Like I do that. Like, oh, like it totally gets you stopped and rethinking, you know, how you're approaching things. Um, So I encourage everyone to take a listen just to close this out. And I have to say, like, I would love to continue these conversations moving forward if you're open to that, Um, because I feel like mindset is such a big, uh, a big piece of what I'm trying to offer, you know, my audience, which is, you know, a transformation and a reignition, reignition of passion for their jobs, um, as well as focusing on how they're going to actually create the impacts that they want to achieve what they want. Cause not everybody wants to climb the ladder, right? Some people are happy in their own space. Um, and then other people want to go do new things, right? And they really need to understand that and connect with their, uh, inner self to do that. So I think what you're bringing to the table table is huge in that process. Um, but before I let you go, I always end these with, uh, if you had one piece of advice for marketing professionals living in that world of deadlines, unrealistic demands, what would that one piece of advice be that you would give them? That's a great question. And something that, you know, you inspired me to know in this is understanding what will move the needle 
and what is just table stakes, as we say in the industry, like what just has to be done? Um, because once you can define the difference between the two, you're able to prioritize differently. You're able to understand where to put more of your time. Um, years ago, like our, our boss had a ranking system. And at that moment, I was not developed in my career enough to understand what level of effort should be going into things and hearing like, the ranking system of effort really frustrated me, but I encourage you to create your own understanding of these projects and these things and realize that you are a person, you are a human. And the more human you can bring to that job, the better off you will be because, and I'm not talking about bringing all of yourself, like, you know, here are all my problems, things like that. No, like understanding someone else who just wrote that snippy email might be having something going on. Somebody over here might be dealing with more deadlines than you've ever seen. And really, you know, understanding empathetically, like what could possibly be going on versus seeing everything as an attack on you, especially in a deadline stressful environment will change everything. And to learn what meaning you're making of that feedback, those responses about how you're doing your work, what you're doing. And so it's, I know that's a long-winded answer, but it's like, be open to realizing that you can show up differently and know where you're really making a difference versus actually just pushing paper and prioritize accordingly. Yeah. You know, that it's, it's almost like two great pieces of advice. Uh, and I know as marketers, we tend to be um, very driven on our product because our product reflects on us. And just because, you know, we talk about focusing on what's going to move the needle, what's going to have the highest impact doesn't mean you have to deliver low level on everything else. You can create a system, a toolkit, a, you know, whatever you need to still deliver high quality material and still feel like you're proud of your work, but not spend a ton of time on it. And you put all your creative energy on what moves the needle. And I loved what you said about, you know, understanding that all the people involved have things going on and their lives and, you know, those snippy emails or frustrations that come at you when you're in these roles, um, you know, you're in a pressure cooker, but so, but so is everyone else, you know, and ultimately everybody's responsible for this weight of increasing market share, increasing revenue, bringing in clients, you know, and, um, people feel that pressure in a really real way. And as marketers, I feel like we're like in the center of the storm, you know? So like everything comes at us and to be able to not take that as attacks and to know that everybody's dealing with their own thing and handle that, you know, a little differently with a little bit of different perspective. And like you said, showing up, you know, in a different way um, can really change the game. Well, thank you, Nicole. I, of course, loved our conversation. Um, am excited to see Soul Bloom continue to grow and you continue to make impacts on, you know, other uh, business leaders and uh, marketers out there. And I uh, can't wait to see that journey unfold. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to like, you know, bringing you back and having my audience and listeners uh, glean insights and learn more about what you're bringing to the table and how that can change their world. 
I can't wait. And same with you. Search forward is changing things. It's the methods and the things that you helped me learn early in my career. Now you're bringing them to the masses. And so you weren't lucky enough to be on a team with Alicia in your corporate role. Now you have the chance. And let me tell you, it changed everything for me. Oh, thank you so much, Nicole. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really excited to bring these to you. If you haven't taken a peek, run over to findyoursurge.com and look at all the new and great tools that I have made available to you. We've got the Octo Planning System, a system that helps guide you through finding those things that are going to impact your growth and your passion and work those into your weekly and daily plans through focus and time blocking strategies. I've also included and started to build out a library of ready to customize templates that you can purchase and download and make work for you you to start streamlining and gaining that extra time. Um, There is all sorts of great resources popping up here. You can also visit uh, a merchandise store that I have on Etsy at Find Your Surge and get inspirational hoodies and sweatshirts and notepads that will help inspire you and keep you on track. I'm so excited that you've joined us and I will continue to build a library that helps you succeed in this area. And I look forward to any feedback and comments that you have. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what ready to customize templates you want. And I am going to build the resources that you need to search forward. I'll see you next time.